Hey, welcome to You Probably Suck, the podcast where you probably suck, and we're going to talk about it. I'm Sadie. I'm Jasper. And I'm Maddie. And today, we are going to be talking about something that we, as Americans, as proud Americans... Proud. <laughs> Insert eagle scream noise. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Big Pharma. Fuck Big Pharma. And... Healthcare in America in general. Now, before we start, I would like to address something. I have a bone to pick with a certain celebrity who was recently blown up on TikTok, who recently did um, a collab with Post Malone. Folk Malone. Folk Malone. Noah Khan. Why the fuck are your concert tickets 283 motherfucking dollars? When I tell you that I was listening to you on Spotify today... And, 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 and I, 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 <laughs> she's so mad. With several ands. I would like to address, oh no, I'm turning into jazz. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that a bad thing? No. no. It kind of is. Shut no. up. God damn it, jazz. Before, we have not moved since the last episode. It has been maybe five minutes, but mm-hmm. that entire five minutes was spent Screaming dial drunk at the top of our motherfucking lungs. The Post Malone version. Oh, for sure. Okay, but the OG is really good too, and I liked it. And Maddie would always get mad at me whenever I wanted to play it because she was like, no, this song is too sad. I don't feel like being sad. I'm I'm not saying that my band is doing a cover of Maine, but we are doing that. Bestie. (gasps) Mm -hmm. So anyway... Anyways, um, I was please. listening to you on the Spotify, and I see an option to look at tour dates. And this man's was playing in Dallas, and he was playing in Austin. In Austin. And I immediately sent a text to our group chat. Noah Khan is playing in Dallas, I think it's in October, and then mm-hmm. Austin the next night in October. And so Sadie goes and tries to find the tickets. Tickets are two, almost $300. Listen, I understand that you are very famous now. Like he's listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I will say that the Austin gig he's playing is Austin City Limits. So it's not just... Listen, I understand that he doesn't control the ticket prices. It's but, you know, price listen, price. listen. It's Noah, ridiculous. Noah, bestie. Um, <laughs> like he's listening. <laughs> listen. If, Fix it. If we, if you could just snag us some tickets, I don't even care if they're like, I mean, backstage passes would be sick, but I doubt that we're going to get that. Listen. But like, what if we did? What if he just happened upon this Noah, podcast? Noah, please. I what will, if we turn into a famous TikTok audio because we're talking about Noah Khan? See, I will give you a little kiss kiss. I, I will not do that because I hate physical contact, but I will I will give you a solid, crisp high five. I would I would, I would give you a hug because I, would, I can't give you a kiss. I will literally I will literally advertise every single one of your songs, every single podcast. Please get in contact with I us. will I will give you a little forehead kiss. I will not give you a kiss because like I said, I am in a very happy loving relationship. I'll, Period. I'll give you a solid crisp high five and then um I'll cry a little bit. Um, so yeah, if you, if you could do that, uh, that'd be sick. Or if any of our listeners wants to buy us tickets, that would also be good. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's too much money. Yeah. But like, Please if don't. you did, we wouldn't say I no. mean, if you're rich no. and you like need your good deed for the year, um, that would be sick. No dog. That would be like $800. I could not. But like, of course we would pay for like the. The Airbnb we stayed at, and the gas, and like staying there. For and we a would shout days. you out on the podcast. Of this course. is fucking ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> we're so silly, goofy. No, so Akana, I love you so much. Twenty twenty. I would love. <gasps> shout no, out, throwback, callback to the first episode. Something a little silly, goofy happened in twenty twenty three. Noah Akana tickets were fucking two hundred and eighty three dollars. <laughs> You know what? But I respect the hustle. No, I'm yes. so proud of him because I knew him. Not knew him. I found him before he blew up. I found him before he blew up you know, and now he blew up and I'm so sad. That's how I am with Russ tickets. I don't want to pay Russ ticket prices because it makes me sad. 
that I didn't go see him before he got famous. See, that's why I'm so worried about Eras in Action blowing up because I know damn good and well those pri- those ticket prices are going to be out of this fucking Not world. Not necessarily because my Black Veil Brides tickets were only $50. If Flip Turn or Juice blow up, it's over for It's me. over. That's it. I'm going to see Flip Turn in October. You Dude, we haven't we haven't even started the podcast. No. I'm talking. Okay, so <laughs> listen. If you are not in America, here's the thing that you need to know about our healthcare. It is not free, nor is it affordable. And most of the time, some of us don't pay our medical bills because we either don't have the expenses to do so, and also, it doesn't fucking matter if you do. They just go away. I no, well, no. Um, I have two medical bills that I have not paid because I haven't really been able to. Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I don't have the money for this right now. But I also know that I'm not going to get in trouble if I don't pay them right now. See, uh, I see an important thing to note about the American healthcare system is that emergency rooms are so, so very expensive. Oh, yeah. Um, if if you're broke and you have an emergency, you're fucked. An ambulance yeah. ride is like 2000 and up. So I had, I went to the emergency room in April of 2021. Yes, 2021. Um, I had a cardiac event, right? I had a baby heart attack, which was. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. I Yeah, I had a heart attack. It was great. Um, it wasn't. I was very scared and I called my dad and I was very scared and I was like, I can't breathe. And he was like, cool, I'm going to come pick you up and we're going to the ER. Uh, I just finished paying that off. Damn. Is July of 2023 and I just did my last payment of it yesterday. See, I haven't been. Thank you. Yeah, congrats. It was several thousand dollars. Oh my God. I haven't been to like a regular doctor in years simply because I know I would not be able to. I thought I had skin cancer, right? Yeah, after I told you that you didn't. Okay, but listen, my my mommy said that it looked weird. And whenever mommies say that things look weird, you get that shit checked That's out. That's also true. Right, hear me out. All that I'm saying is you've had that mole since you were in like middle school. Well, it was getting darker in the middle and it was like changing texture. So in my defense, that's sign of cancer. Anyways, it so- didn't, It didn't look like melanoma though. <laughs> listen, I didn't know what it was and I was freaked out and I think I'm justified in checking it out just I, in case. I feel like an important thing to note. I This is the second time I've said that. An important thing to note is um, that until, like, my second semester of college, I thought I was going into med school. Uh, and then I found out, hey, if you ha- have diagnosed depression, they will deny you, like, immediately. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, because they're... Did you know that the military used to do that and they quit? Yeah. Our generation is fucked for doctors. But See, like, I was gonna say, like... At the same time... Even though you're not able to go into the military, like, voluntarily um, with it, with that diagnosis, um, you're not eligible to be drafted. Anyways, I'm so safe. I... Okay. I wasn't done. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so if, if you have, like, diagnosed depression, since doctors have, like, the highest suicide rates among, like, the population... Other than vets. Other than vets, and yeah. active um, service members, R.A.P. Yeah, uh, yeah, they will just like be like, mm, "You're kind of a liability, bestie." <laughs> bestie, you're a liability. Anyway, your table, you so, may die the next day. I don't so know. I went to get my skin checked out for skin cancer. Um, also, real quick sidebar, um, I I went in right, and they they did the whole like numbing situation that they they do, so you don't like you know feel it. Um, he missed an area. Oh no. Yeah, so um, I was too scared and awkward to say anything. So when he was just scraping away, I I felt that shit, and it was mm. it was god awful. I was tearing up, Sam, shaking. Too much of a people pleaser to say, "Hey, by the way, bro, you missed a spot. This hurts." Yeah, and it's so funny because I think he felt me tense up because he stopped at one point and he was like, "Do you feel this?" And I was like, "No, you're doing great." 
<laughs> no, bestie. <laughs> yeah, so um, if I was ever like in an actual emergency, I would simply die because the nurses would be like, are you in pain? And I'd be like, no, I'm doing great. You're doing great. Thank you so much. An excellent example of this is when Sadie got a tattoo. Oh my God, I was passing out. Anyways, so the point of me telling the story, that shit was like a hundred something dollars. Which is not bad. It's honestly. not bad. That's not bad. But also the fact that it is a hundred dollars to check to see if I had fucking cancer. No, it was it was either hundred or two hundred. Either way, that's cheap for medic medical attention in America, and that is disgusting. See, I am kind of lucky. I am on my parents' health insurance, um, which is great because I, Jasper Lore Dump. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm pretty sure y'all know this. Sadie, you know this. Lore dump for the audience. I, Jasper, Riddy, and Max Steele have a tumor. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know this? I know Sadie knew this. I do. Yeah, so, um, gentle reminder. Um, as a, I, I use he, him pronouns. I am, in fact, a trans male. I have a it's a it's a sizable tumor on my on my left ovary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so getting like ultrasounds and doing like CT scans and shit is so expensive. It is so very expensive. You know what? Yes. So piggybacking off of Sadie's story and Jazz's, MRIs are ridiculously expensive. Even on my parents' health plan. I still dropped $453 to check if I had brain cancer. Mm-hmm. And they're still asking me for money. Oh, piggybacking off of my story too. Um, I went to the ER to see if I had skin cancer because I'm 21. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm one years old in adult years. Wait, you went to the ER for that? Listen, Save. shut up. Nobody told me to do anything else otherwise. You could have asked me. Listen, anyways, so... I thought you immediately went to a dermatologist. No, I didn't. Anyways, that's not the point of the story. Well, you have to have, like, a referral for a derm. Not necessarily. Anyways. Sorry. So, I went to the ER, and I was there for, like, two solid hours just waiting. And then they, like, take me back, do, like, my blood pressure and stuff, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I was in the actual room for a solid 10 minutes before a nurse comes in and she's like, we can't do anything for you. And I was like, hmm, Mm -hmm. do what? She was like, yeah, let me, let me do something for you real quick. And she, um, she prints out some dermatologists in Waco and I'm like, okay, sick. And then they billed me so much money. And then the bill collectors called me and they were Mm. like, Hey bestie, you need to pay this. And I was like, the fuck I do. I sat in a room and was handed four sheets of paper. That is the most expensive fucking paper I have ever held in my goddamn life. And you have me fucked all the way up if you think I'm paying that. I didn't actually say that to the bill collector because you should have. <laughs> she was she was a very nice woman. Shout out. And she was like, okay, I completely understand. Give me two seconds. And then she put me on hold. And then she took, she somehow managed to drop at least $400. Period. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm still so angry that I have to pay this shit for four pieces of fucking paper, but I appreciate it. And she was Mm -hmm. like, I understand the healthcare system is fucked. And I said, thank you. See, I I don't have that experience because whenever I went to the ER, I genuinely needed assistance. I went through like two or three banana bags, which is potassium, um, because that helps with cardiac shit. Um, I went through like two or three banana bags, um, like a cardiac ultrasound, and I had to wear a heart monitor for two weeks, which was great because I went to a concert like three days afterwards. Oh, fuck. And we had to go through the metal detectors, right? And I was like, hey, I have a heart monitor, so I can't go through the metal detectors. And they were like, you're good. <laughs> and I had everyone's, <laughs> I had like everyone's phones in my pockets. Nice. 
See, it helps to not look like someone who would like do something. Right. Like I'm I'm five foot two and a little pudgy. I'm I'm not a threat to anyone. And I start crying whenever someone looks at me. So like I'm not gonna do shit. Right. I look I like a little puppy dog. The only like, one out of the three of us that might actually do something is me. See, I, I will say know. though, I was at um a specific tire place getting my tires, and there was this old lady who kept looking at me and my fucking mom. I wasn't mad that she kept looking at me, but she kept looking at my mom too. And I looked at her. I didn't say anything, but I was like, if this bitch looks at my mom one more time, I'm going to go off. She did not, because I gave her a look. And Sadie doesn't give very many looks, but when Sadie does give looks, they are not nice. Felt that. Sometimes people be trying me. I've literally been pulled in by one of our, like, superiors into a conversation about the way my face looks in front of patients. (laughs) I was like, I can't really fix my face, dude. Like, she was like, I totally understand that. I was like, no, clearly you don't because I cannot fix my face when it is relaxed. Okay, listen, you want to know what has me all the way fucked up about the American healthcare system? What has you all the way fucked up? The price of fucking insulin. Dude. Go off, bestie. It's so, so incredibly expensive. For no fucking reason. They can make that shit for like 15 to $50. Right. And it's what, 2000 3000 Do you know how many people have fucking died because they couldn't afford their insulin? Mm-hmm. That is absolutely fucking barbaric so okay you know what if we're gonna talk about shit like this let me sit the fuck up oh yeah oh yeah change the stance my grandpa has parkinson's Mm -hmm. if y'all don't know anything about parkinson's it is a very 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 sad devastating disease it is it is just it's sad it breaks my heart every time i look at this man and i love him so much So there's a specific medicine that most Parkinson's patients get put on. It's called Nuplazid. My grandpa has had to bounce from program to program to program because each program is running out of funds to pay for for his medicine, a 90-day supply with... Medicare insurance coverage is $16,000. What the fuck? My grandma showed it to me, the receipt. $16,000 for a life-saving medicine to keep him functioning. $16,000. There's no fucking reason for medicine. I understand that there's like a lot of effort and like time and like supplies put into medicine, but at that point, no, you're just being fucking greedy. Eat the fucking rich. You know what? Be like the guy that invent, that that figured out the polio vaccine. Instead of patent, patent, what's that word? Patenting. Patenting. Thank you. Instead of doing that, he literally just like basically gave it away for nothing so that people could be cured of a deadly disease. You know what? Conspiracy theory time. I definitely think that they have the cure for cancer somewhere. Mm. Okay, so I will stop you there because I am in the Arrows in Action Discord, as I have mentioned before, and one of the members is a um, biochemistry biologist major. She does something with with that kind of stuff. And she had the same thought as you, like, going in. And she was like, there's no fucking way that we don't have the cure for cancer. But then she started, like, actually studying the cells and shit, those bitches shapeshift. Yep. Like they'll just be in one spot and then they'll like hide themselves in other cells and then they'll be like, oh, I don't feel like being here anymore. And then they go to a different place and then sh- fucking shapeshift mm-hmm. themselves to be like those cells. And that's when the cancer starts spreading and that's why yeah. it's so hard to fix it. No, yeah. listen, listen, I get that. But if we can magically come up with a fucking vaccine for a brand new fucking disease that we had to name ourselves? Okay, well, with that- Within a year? Well, biologically speaking, I'm just that's, that's different because that's an a, illness. A yeah, but that's- At the same time, I don't- It doesn't go into your DNA. 
it makes you sick and it can kill you, but it doesn't go into your actual cells. But if we things can like all cancer that effort into finding a vaccine for a virus that is new, deadly, scary. You gotta admit, 2020 was actually scary mm-hmm. for us as a country. Yeah, and I I completely get that, but it's but within the, a year, they have cancer will go into your cells and embed itself into your cells. Illnesses do not do that. I get it. I get it. They just live but in there your body. Are also, multiple strains, and somehow magically, we had a new vaccine for every strain. I don't get how that much research and time could go into that, but it can't go into fucking well, cancer. Well, that's because I... the Hold on, let me okay, let me get good, this. You're good. I got you. Because that is not necessarily like bacteria, but it is an illness with different cells living inside of your That's what vaccines are. They're just the the illness in the vaccine. Still. So they give you a short not a short dose, a small dose so that your immune system can find those cells and immediately attack them and then know for next time if it comes after you, they're like, oh, we know how to fight this. We're stronger than this. We fix this. Cancer comes from the inside because everybody has cancer cells in their body. That we, yeah, no, no, everybody has cancer cells in their body. Yeah, no, it's a real thing. Look it up. Everybody has cancer cells in their body. It's just when they start multiplying at, a um an increased rate that's when it starts getting rough um, and mo- more some people have more cancer cells in their body than others but well yeah that's when it's cancer no we don't all have cancer cells in our bodies oh well, but yeah. our bodies are constantly producing new cells so um, some of which have the potential to become malignant shit yeah so <laughs> whenever cells become malignant it's a internal mutation sorry i i was gonna be a um why are you apologizing? No, correct us. I, I was going to be a med tech, um, right? I was going into the medical field for a while. Um, but, you know, now I have a tumor, so I know about these things. Um, so whenever cells become malignant, it's a protein de- denaturing, basically. Um, so they just rapidly multiply whenever they shouldn't because mm. cells multiply. That's how you get new cells. That's how your body tries to like heal itself. Yeah. Uh, sidebar, anything that's uh, like quote detox. It's just bullshit. That's what your liver does. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Um, it's just going to make you shit, bro. You don't want to do that. Right. It's just going to make you shit real bad. <laughs> um, um, fun fact. Did you know that we get a new skeleton every 10 years? Mm-hmm. And all of our skin sheds every seven. Yep. Um, But anyways, so whenever cells become malignant, they are rapidly multiplying whenever they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. They are multiplying far faster than they should. So that's whenever it becomes either a a tumor, which can or cannot be malignant. Uh, If it is malignant, that means it's cancer, right? And it has the potential to spread to other parts of your body. So... For me, my tumor, it is malignant, but it's like it's not that but big at the same of a deal. Time, it's like still benign at this point, it, right? It's malignant, it's like but malignant, but like not. It's like kind of malignant. It's it's, it's like teasing malignant. See, it's teasing you. See, no, it's malignant. I'm just on medication. Oh, so I'm on cisplatin. I think it's called, right? Uh, which is basically just a general like chemotherapy drug. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'd be throwing up sometimes. So, <laughs> um, wait, were you done, Jess? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, um, so cisplatin is one of those drugs where it basically, it tries to reprogram your cells to not reproduce as fast. Right. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of a downside because it affects all of your cells. Yeah. It affects all of your cells, but it's trying to target just the malignant cells. Mm-hmm. It's However, its, best. it's doing such a good job that it fucks up everything else, too. <laughs> oh, my God, it's me! It fucks up everything else, too. So, is my cancer progressing? No. But could it? Uh, probably not, considering okay. the doses that I'm on. But does it fuck up my tummy real bad? Yes. Okay, <laughs> Sidebar, can we all just give a shout out to Hank 
motherfucking green. Oh my god, pop off, dad. He is doing so good, and I'm so proud of him. If you don't know, Hank Green has cancer. He has lymphatic cancer. He is uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hodgkin's lymphoma, yes. Which is not a cancer you want. I mean, no, it's one of the more treatable cancers. It is, but it's also one of, if you don't treat it in time, like if you don't catch it quick enough, it's also one of the most deadly cancers. That would be non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. So lymph- You were close. I know I was. So lymphoma targets your lymphatic system, mm-hmm. which is just your immune system in general. Which is when usually people get their lymph nodes removed. Yes. By the way. So Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the easier cancers to treat, which I'm so glad if there was any cancer yeah. that Hank Green was going to get, either thyroid or Hodgkin's would be my, like, my, I don't want to say, like, that's the one I would hope Your for. ideal cancer for Hank Green. I'm not going to say that's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the cancer I would hope for because I don't want to wish that on anyone. Mm-hmm. But, but if I had to choose. But thyroid cancer, because you can just take out your thyroid and then take medication like... um Levothyroxine. Like levothyroxine, yeah. That's... Not teen. Levothyroxine. I don't know. My mom is on levothyroxine. Look, so. I know levothyroxine so well. Right. Because I work, so does Sadie, but I work in a, I work with medicines more than she does. Levothyroxine is one of the most common medications that people get mm-hmm. put on. And I mean, people get put on it for anything that could even semi-relate to thyroid issues. See, I don't want to say shout out to my mom because she's kind of a bad person. Oh. But she's not going to listen to this. She doesn't know that this podcast exists. Oh, thank God. Right? I almost mentioned it when I was at your house, and then I was like, something's telling me to not do that. Don't do that. But uh, she did have thyroid cancer whenever she was in her, like, her 20s. Um, And now she's on levothyroxine, so she's, like, fine now. One of my best friend's moms just got her, one of my best friends, my, yeah, you know what I mean. She just got her thyroid removed because she had what looked like thyroid cancer. It wasn't, mm-hmm. but it looked like it. So they were like, let's surprise, we'll take- put it back. No, they no. were like, let's just take it out. And she was like, isn't yeah. your thyroid in your throat? Yes. Yes. It's right here. <laughs> Anyways, back to Hank Green. Um, we say that everybody sucks, not Hank Green. No, no, he's immune. When we say everyone, we don't mean Hank Green. Hank and John are immune. I was going to say, we don't even mean John either. Like, the, the, mm-hmm. the, two, the Green brothers are just immaculate people. Which I... I'm going to do you a massive favor, Sadie. I will bring it back to our original topic of Big Pharma. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> I just wrote an essay about this for my English class. And he did, in fact, mention Hank and John Green. I <gasps> did. Because... John Green posted a video about how Johnson and Johnson was trying to basically monopolize the tuberculosis vaccine. What the fuck? Yeah, so bedaquiline is the only like feasible treatment for um multiple drug list multiple drug resistant tuberculosis. Um I am four drinks in. Um I'm so proud of myself right now. <laughs> I fucking that was a good high five. That was a phenomenal high five. For once, Sadie is only one drink in, so I am not feeling as great. See, I don't work tomorrow. God, I wish that were me. Are you going to be able to... Yeah, I'll be able to drink. Okay. Just... I need to, like, drink some water and maybe eat something, and I will be fine. I've got things that you can eat and water you can drink. Maddie has fridge water. Fridge water. You got that Bro, that's that's that top tier shit. That's okay. So your essay about Johnson and Johnson and Yes. So because Johnson and Johnson holds the patent for bedaquiline, I don't remember what the brand name is because it doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. right? Um, so they hold the only patent for this medication. It is the only feasible treatment for multiple drug multiple drug resistant tuberculosis. I gotta say that slow. (laughs) Um So their patent was set to expire, I think, yesterday at time of recording, July 18th, I believe. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Um, So the patent was set to expire on July 18th. And 
John posted a video like last week talking about how like, hey, if they renew this patent, they're fucked. Right? Yeah. Because so 80% of tuberculosis deaths from multiple drug resistant tuberculosis happen in low income or middle income countries. So I'm pretty sure the country that he mentioned in his video was Sierra Leone. Oh, yeah. Right, which Sierra Leone has been absolutely dogged on for decades. Bro, they have had it so rough. They've that fucking it. diamond war or shit, was that what it was called? Yeah, the blood diamond trade. Yeah, the yeah. blood diamond. Ooh, that blood diamond's rough. Yeah. Um, to put it lightly. We read a book our freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't it The Long Road Home? Uh, no. I don't remember what it's called. It was a devastating book. Dude, it was so sad. Um, Wait, Maddie, can I see your phone and look it up? Yes, look up the, the title of that book. It's Honestly, if you look up books about Sierra Leone, it'll probably come up. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, um, ugh, Sierra Leone's been dogged on. So much. But anyways, um, since 80%, I believe, was the statistic of tuberculosis deaths occur in low-income or middle-income countries, the bedaquiline medication is incredibly inaccessible. Since the standard, like, treatment course for tuberculosis is, like, six to eight weeks, it's so very long. Mm -hmm. And those things are, like, $5 a pill. Ridiculous. Right. Um, a long way gone memoirs of a boy soldier. Yes. A long way gone. Devastating book. Such a good book. It I, was, it's made by, um, Ishmael B. Bay. Let me see. I can't pronounce things. Um, regardless, incredible book. I highly recommend Probably it. Bia. Bia. Probably. Ishmael Bia. Mm-hmm. That sounds correct. Yeah, that does sound cor- Correct. I feel like Mr. H, I can hear his voice saying. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, incredible book. Highly recommend it. Um, it. There are some triggering topics, though. So, like, yes, incredi- it's war. Like, come on. It, it is about child soldiers. Um, so incredibly triggering. But also, if you feel like you can handle that kind of material, um, Purchase the book. Give some. Give some well needed love to the author, mm-hmm. because God it's damn. a it's a memoir. Yeah, that is my man's had it rough. That is his life. So, you know, support the author yeah. because it's incredible. What is the medicine for ADHD? There are so many. There are several. The main one that you have to get drug tested for regularly. Uh, Adderall or Adderall. Ritalin. Adderall. So. Big Pharma has messed with us so much. I had to, I saw a TikTok video about this. One of my favorite TikTokers. I don't remember her user. I would shout her out. But she takes Adderall. She takes the off, the, 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 the generic version of Adderall. But she has to go in and get drug tested to make sure that the correct amount of methamphetamine, it's a methamphetamine drug, right? Mm-hmm. To make sure the correct amount of amphetamines is in her system. Now, she goes in to get drug tested and they come back and she's been taking her meds like she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And she go, they're like, there are no amphetamines in your system. Huh? None. And she's like, what? So they resend in her prescription. She goes to the pharmacy. The pharmacy techs and the doctor themselves are like, yeah, if you're gonna do this, you might as well just get the name brand. I know it's expensive, but like that's the only way you're gonna actually get the medicine. Oh, and something that else that sucks about Big Pharma, there is currently an Adderall shortage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. That is why. They're like, yeah. it's going to take a while either way, but like, if you were to get the generic, we could totally get it faster, but you're not going to get the medicine that you need. It's not the actual medicine that you need. And it is so fucked up because these medications help people fucking this makes me so genuinely angry these medications help people live and these big ass fucking companies just want to fuck around and get money like the fucking ceos in hollywood if they start messing with my prozac i'm going to actually have a problem i mean i already have a problem with it like i know but then it's going to affect me directly and that i will cause an uprising 
will cause an uproar. Right. If this there's, will be divergent all over again. If there's ever a bupropion shortage, I'm done. Like I'm, sc- uh, I'm bu- screwed if Prozac goes short. Bupropion is uh, Wellbutrin. Yes, Wellbutrin. Yes. For for the uh, the name brand users, <laughs> I'm always on that on that generic shit because why would I not be? I Is, miss my Wellbutrin. You should get back on it. I'm babe. trying. My psychiatrist hasn't called me. So, back to what I said at the very beginning of this episode, I had to have an MRI to see if I had fucking cancer, right? Because <laughs> backstory, I was training a new co-worker on some machines and one of them me and Sadie have mentioned we work in optometry one of them is a visual field visual field thank you is that the one that gives a little no 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 that's the eye pressure oh whatever that is called the one that does the puff of air is called uh an nct machine that's the jump scare machine (laughs) (laughs) that machine is responsible for so many people's ptsd when it comes to the optometry's optometrist's office i'm just saying i don't think we use that machine do we no we don't we use what's called we call we call it a tonometer oh it's a little thing that goes yeah it's uh or eye care the brand we have is eye care anyway so i'm having my coworker do the test on me and if y'all have ever had a visual field machine you know what i'm talking about but if you haven't there are these little like lights or little the one we have is little squiggles and they pop up like every second like I mean, boom, boom, boom. Like you're constantly pressing that button, right? There were 15 to 30 second intervals where I was seeing nothing. Mm. And that's not normal. So I was like, let me do my other eye. I have lost the inner corner, my nasal peripheral vision, which if you were to hold, look straight ahead and hold your fingers on each side of your nose, my right eye is super blurry. My left eye cannot see my finger at all. So... Mm. I give them to my doctor and I'm like, does this look normal? She goes, absolutely not. Those look so bad. I'm like, fucking awesome. You said, great, love that. Yeah. So she immediately starts thinking what we call a pseudotumor, which is a tumor on your pituitary gland, which is right smack dab. And she goes, but I don't think it's that. I said, what do you mean? She goes, Maddie, I'm going to be really honest with you. I think I think it's brain cancer. Mm. That Sadie better have been fucking hand. empty. <laughs> she said, if it was a pituitary tumor, it would be affecting the outer portion over here. Your temporal vision is what it would be affecting, not your inner corner. If it's your inner corner, there's an excellent chance that if it is a tumor, it is in the back of your brain. Mm. So she wanted me to get an MRI immediately. But in order to do that, I had to go through my PCP. So we had to get my PCP to schedule me an appointment. And I had to go see my PCP. And he was like, mm, yeah, we're going to do an MRI on you because that's scary. My MRI came back clear. Thank the Lord. That's good. But I'm, I, re- I remember freaking out. Like I was freaking out at the thought that, oh my God, I might have cancer. Like what? Let alone in your brain. Let alone in my brain, right? See, and the big but thing- then I'm sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, if I have brain cancer, that means brain surgery. That means money that I don't have. Especially since your the eye doctor said it would be in the back of your brain. I assume assuming your occipital lobe, yep. which almost completely surrounds your spinal cord. And here's where it gets interesting. There is a newly discovered disease. It's literally like three years old. They have not found a cure for it. It is called neuromyelitis optica. It is a nervous system disorder. It is inflammation of your spinal cord and optic nerve. Mm. My optic nerve itself does not look swollen. My spinal cord on my MRI came back looking normal, but even the slightest swelling could cause this. There is no cure. And that is what I'm being tested for right now. And they can't fix it. So either it goes away on its own or I just have to deal with the fact that I've lost vision and I have a nervous system disorder and I might get placed on yet another pill. You know, mm. it's stressful. And it may be a pill I can't afford. I can barely afford my birth control and Prozac. See, and the fact that you might have had brain cancer and one of your first thoughts was, oh no, I can't afford this, is 
fucking disgusting. I don't know if any of y'all listening have seen that video where this guy goes around Britain asking random strangers what they think it would cost in America to have certain <laughs> things done. And people I've are guessing that. like $100, $200. And he's like, no, it's actually 4000 No, it's actually $2,000. No, it's actually the And just these people are shocked mm-hmm. at how expensive it is over here. And that is beyond messed up. I should not have to worry about being able to afford my medical bills if I have fucking brain cancer. But, you know, whatever. America, America. America. I don't remember the words. You know what? And I'm okay with that because that song's not copyrightable. Shout out, America. Also, one thing I did learn, medical, like, healthcare... Why did I say healthcare in like the UK is like either free or really inexpensive, but apparently their, um, their mental health assistance. Oh my God. People will be on the wait list for like four years Mm -hmm. just to like get on. Okay. Then you know what? Shout out to America for that because it took me less than a week to get on Prozac. Yeah. Okay. I will, I will say our mental health system in America it's it's it not be better. Bad. It could be better, but it's not bad. See, it's like if we just horrible. switched our if we switched out our medical system with UK's medical system, but just kept our mental health system, we'd be fine. Agreed, agreed. And um for any of you listeners that may be concerned, if you're not, that's totally cool. I really don't care. Um I won't get my results back until the 28th of July. By the way. So I'll get my results back in a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it, it's just so frustrating. Like, oh, I could die from this, but there are options for me to live. Unfortunately, I don't have the money. Also, fucking vet care. Mm. Um, You know what? If we're going to do that. Hold on. I worked at a vet office. I have some fucking things to say. First I of all, went the complete opposite way when you said vet. yeah the other so vet sorry. my vet <gasps> oh Yo, shit veterinary I'm, not veteran veterinary my bad we'll get to that in a second but as someone who worked in a vet office for how fucking underpaid we are there is no fucking reason everything should be so goddamn expensive agreed and there were so many cases where there were so many opportunities for people to either save their dog, save their cat, whatever, but they couldn't afford it, so they had to fucking euthanize them. That's Do you know so how sad. disgusting that is? That's so sad. And, like, pet insurance is a thing, but people can't afford that. No. And, like, also, if you can't afford an animal, do not get an animal. Don't. However, if you already had an animal and you, like, lose your job or something happens and you take a pay cut, that's not your fault. And emergencies happen. Shit happens. So for you to care enough to take your animal to the vet and for them to turn around and be like, it's either you pay $70,000 for this life-saving surgery or you euthanize them, it's fucking disgusting to me. See, honestly, even with like minor things, because like I, you know, my job in the summer, because of the way my job works... And I live in a college town. Yeah. Uh, during the summer, hours th- vanish. They just vanish. Oh, really? Yeah, because we live in a college town. So, like, so all the college students are back. and No, all of the college students are gone because it's the summer. So, hours vanish into the wind. I worked ten and a half hours this week. Wait, if all the college students are gone, why do the hours plummet? Because most of our customer base is college students. <gasps> oh! Yeah. I work at a grocery You're store. You're missing out on the tailgates, bro. That makes well, sense. I, well, not even just tailgates. Just like college students living in apartments. Because I, I work at the grocery store. It's a chain. I work at the grocery store that's right next to the college. So that's yeah. the one that all of the college kids come to. Mm. Makes sense. So because it's the summer... All of those college kids are just gone. I worked 10 and a half hours this week. Zero money, right? Yeah. Um, but I 
I had like my last paycheck was like $400, right? And I get paid weekly, which isn't that bad. But my cat, boom, UTI. Oh, buddy. Was it Rolly or Goose? It was Goose. (gasps) Goose. Yeah. So Goose had a UTI. It wasn't that bad, right? But antibiotics plus the pain medication that they gave him. And I was like, hey, you know, I've been talking to this guy. Uh, he said he says that it's not bothering him, right? He just can't pee. Um, <laughs> uh, I was like, is there any way we just can't do the pain medication? They looked at me like I was insane. And I was like, sick, we're just going to do the pain medication. Love that. I was out $200. Oh, my God. Right? I went and took my dog to get her freaking vaccines and a check. It was $300. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was out two hundred dollars mm-hmm. because my cat had a had a he he just he couldn't issue. he couldn't piss or not that he couldn't piss he was just pissing just a little bit in everywhere that wasn't his litter box oh poor right. guy he's, he's fine now he's fine now so but can- it was two hundred dollars that i would have used on gas and or food for myself i've been big boy struggling i got paid today which i'll get is- you food no, I'm fine. Oh. I got paid today, so I'm okay. Okay. Um, well, but I, t- I was rocking with like 5 to $10 in my bank account Ooh. for like a couple days. I felt that. But um, <laughs> I, I think it upsets me more with animals is because they just, they don't have the ability to comprehend what's going on. They just know that they're in pain or they don't feel good and they're in this room with a bunch of people they don't know. People are prodding them, poking them and shit and like... They don't have a concept of anything except you are my owner. I love you. I'm hurting. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that just makes me so fucking sad. Like if anything ever happened to Rapunzel, oh my God, I would be out of commission forever. So I'm going to move on because I'm going to talk about something I'm actually very passionate about. Fuck animals, I guess. I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. (laughs) Um, Sorry this episode isn't as funny, but this is a fucked up topic. So, back to the other side of the vet thing. I come from a very big military family. My stepdad, my granddad, my great-granddad, my other granddad, my... um, Or my other great-granddad, sorry. My cousins, my stepbrother, my fucking boyfriend... All have served in the military. And one of them, the cousin that I'm closest to on my dad's side, was sent to Afghanistan. And his base got attacked in Afghanistan. And he suffers from really bad PTSD. Mm. And luckily for him, he could afford it. He could afford to get help. And he did. But the amount of vets that can't and don't, there's this charity. I'm going to promote this charity because it's a charity I actually genuinely, truly believe that's nonprofit. And like, we love them so much and they love my family so much. They showed up to my dad's wedding. Aww. They are, uh, the charity is 22 Kills, stands for um, 22 veterans kill themselves every day. Damn. Every day. Statistically, 22. Could be more, could be less, but on average, 22. Every day. <clears throat> and they are hell-bent on getting these, these people help. And we were talking about how the mental care, mental health system is not awful for civilians. Oh, for civilians. Yeah, yeah but for, for veterans, it's For um, service members and veterans, it is awful. It is horrible. And it's something I'm very, very, very passionate about because on one hand, my cousin got help. On the other hand, my granddad couldn't and didn't. And we don't speak to him anymore because of it. I can find his arrest record from 2019 where this 70-something-year-old man beat his wife during one of his episodes. Damn. Pistol whipped her with a gun. Oh, my God. I can find that record. And it breaks my heart 
that they can't get the help they need. Yeah. And it sucks, especially because, like, on one hand, it's not their fault. But on the other hand, like, they they can't hurt people. Like, it's not their fault. They can't help it. They don't know where the fuck they are. Mm-mm. And the fact that they just can't get help because they either can't afford it or it's, so it's like, shitty help when they do get it, it's, it's disgusting. So there was one time, and this was before I was born, right? So there's a excellent chance that I wouldn't be here today if this had gone the way it almost did but it was 4th of July my dad was at his dad's house and he was popping fireworks in the backyard Mm -hmm. my granddad as much as I can't stand the man because he's actually an asshole oh (laughs) not because of his PTSD just because he's a piece of shit well his PTSD made it worse oh Mm. okay but he's just he's an ass um Because I talked to him when he was good, right? And he was still a dick. So... Damn. Yeah. Um, He had enough nerve and enough cohesiveness to hide himself between the couch and the wall and plug his ears Mm. so that he didn't go out and kill my father. Damn. He thought he wanted to because he thought that's where he was. Um, During one of his triggered episodes he held actually during multiple my grandmother would walk in to the house and be met with a double barrel shotgun mm. to the face because he thought she was trying to break in see on that note um if you think that you need mental help or if you are struggling please get some help I know we make jokes about it on the podcast and I know Maddie and Jazz say that they don't need therapy like on a serious note it's it's whatever but Please get help. I personally don't know the number to the suicide hotline. Um, uh, Logic does. Uh, Jess, it's what is it's it? uh, 1-800-273-8255. Thank you, Jess. Call that number if you are having any suicidal thoughts or tendencies because um, we, don't, we don't want you to not be here. Um, that, would, that would really suck, to put it lightly. Um, you may oh, suck, wait. but you don't suck that much. Wait, shit. It's a different number now. Damn it. It's, it's, a, it's a shorter one. Um, um, if you're a vet and you're struggling, you can call your local VA. They will have a uh, an option where you can click one of the numbers on the keypad and it will take you directly to the VA hotline, the VA suicide hotline. Yeah. Which is this, it's, it's specifically geared towards veterans. And like, we live in the South. We live in the South South. So it's very common for our community to not really care about mental it's getting better it's getting better but our community does not really focus on mental health but you need to it is very important and if you do something irreversible because you think you're in a situation that you cannot escape i promise you that you can um so update the uh, the one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five hotline is still active, but uh, there is a new hotline nine eight eight that they feel is more easy to remember. Um, if you are in a crisis, and I you know I know that we make the jokes like yeah I'm not going to therapy whatever. Um, we need it though. We really do and. If you feel like you need help, please get it because someone, someone cares about you. Yeah. Right. As much as, as much as we make jokes, please get help. We make jokes to cope with it. It's not, we don't actually mean it. Speaking as someone who went to therapy because she was in a really rough spot, it is terrifying going in. It is terrifying going in, not knowing your therapist, not knowing if they're going to be a good one because there are bad ones out there. Mm-hmm. I got really lucky having an amazing therapist my first go around. Um, it's terrifying. You're going to like lay all your shit bare. But my therapist at least was like, we don't have to talk about anything you are not ready to talk about. Bro, she knows every fucking thing about me. Let me <laughs> Let me just say that right now. But like, if you're worried about like having to talk about shit that you don't want to talk about, at least in my experience, it is not like that. It they these people genuinely want to help you. They want to see you succeed. They'll help you succeed. 
All you need to do is ask. And I know that is very hard for some people. And I know that seems like an impossible thing. But once you get over that initial hump of just doing it, I've been in therapy for like a year or two now. I am doing so much better. Jess and Maddie can attest to this. Yes. I didn't talk to Jess for a fucking year. Like, which granted, there was a reason. There was a right. reason. But we were both mentally ill. But were, am, I, are, are, are. <laughs> but I feel like I'm doing a lot better and I have a lot more. It's not just, oh, how did that make you feel? They give you coping mechanisms. They help you like work through like whatever trauma you need to deal with. Or like if you're having a great day and you just want to talk to somebody, they'll just fucking listen to you. And it's great. Also, if you ever feel like you don't go to therapy because your burdens are too much, you feel like you, you, the things you hold in are too much to let someone else hold in for you. Therapists are required by law to have a therapist. So they are also talking about the stuff and stuff and how it makes you feel. And they don't break HIPAA. Don't worry about that. They don't talk about what you talk about. They talk about how it made them feel. Okay. Well, okay. No, we're not going to say that because then people will feel bad about making their therapist feel bad. It's not like that. It's just, if there is something affecting them mentally, it is not your fault. They just go to therapy for it as well. And they are also trained mental health professionals. So you are fine. I can promise you whatever you say will not do i mean okay i'm not gonna say it's not gonna do anything to them but like okay somebody help me out (laughs) they're not gonna judge you for it and i would like to say because i i used to go to therapy the first therapist that i had was not a good match for me it honestly made things worse which wasn't a problem with the therapist it was a problem with the match right so Some people's if, vibes just don't click. Exactly. And you can request a different therapist. Exactly, which is what I did. But if you go to a therapist and it doesn't click, there is nothing wrong with asking for another therapist. Because that's what I did. And she was so much better. And I haven't gone back because she went on maternity leave. And as far as I know, she's doing great, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Um, but... There is nothing wrong with admitting that you need help. Listen, some people like to use their friends or celebrities or whatever, like their favorite YouTuber as their therapist. Mm. Do not do that. Mm -hmm. I know we make jokes about like parasocial relationships and shit. These people are not trained, are not qualified to help you out with those things. They also did not consent to that. Yeah, like if you need to go to your friends about something, go to your friends. I actually just helped a friend out with a crisis. I'm not gonna say what happened, but like I I do not mind doing that. But if it is to a point where it is consistent that you just need someone, find professional help. Because at that point, your your friends need a little little bit of help. There have been multiple times where I've talked... Now, I sadly, unfortunately, I don't talk to this person anymore, which makes me really sad. He was a great guy, but I had to three or four times talk him down from doing something I knew he would regret if he survived. And while you get immense satisfaction for being the person they trusted with that, you do. As a human, it's just a thing. Oh my gosh, I helped him. You it's know? a savior complex. It's yes. You as much as you want to deny that you get that, you do. And um, while I love that he trusted me enough with that, it still took a toll on me because I was like, "What if he calls me one night and I'm not available?" Mm-hmm. Or I don't hear the phone go off, and then the next day I find out, you know, next day I see his obituary. Yeah. You know, that's a terrifying thought, and you don't want to put your friends through that. We're not saying don't ever go to your friends for help, because that's what friends are for. Right, like, I've gone, I've texted Sadie probably more times than I, I should have. Like, dog, I am not well right now. In fact, today, I texted Sadie, because she does not work in the same vicinity is me anymore unfortunately and even I texted her bro where are you I need you to come back 
Now, of course, she made a joke. Oh, Maddie, your abandonment issues are showing. (laughs) (laughs) And they were. They were. (laughs) Like, I don't even know why I needed her to come back. I just felt this immense need. I need my cousin in the same Mm -hmm. vicinity as me. I need her next to me right now. And she was trying to, you know, Maddie, I'm going to see you tonight. I was like, no, I don't care. I need I need you to come back. Of course, she couldn't. But I, it was just one of those times where I don't know why. And we, you know, made it a little joking fest. But in reality, all I wanted was Sadie right there. And that happens. That's what friends are for. You know, there have been times where Sadie does that. Bro, I really need you to come over tonight. Okay. She has called me in the middle of a mental breakdown (laughs) while she was at work. Not at the same place that we work at now, but at a different place. Maddie, I feel numb. Everything is different colors. I'm freaking out. I'm sad. And she was bawling. That was a dissociation episode I have Mm -hmm. never had before. And it was, it felt like I was in a dream. When I tell you I lived at the time 15 minutes away from the place we worked at that moment or that period of time. I got there in less than seven. And I walked in and I walked into the office. And that was one of the very few times where Sadie just let me wrap myself around her and just hold her and let her get it out for a minute. That job was rough. Yeah. I hadn't dissociated like that since I was a child. Oh my God. (laughs) The closet. The closet. The closet. Oh, shout out the closet. Um, There was a specific closet in this place of business where everybody went to have their mental breakdowns. It It was was like a go-to spot. It was so nice sometimes, but yeah. Um, Feel free to go to your friends if you're having like mental health issues, but if it gets to a point where you feel like you're going to hurt yourself or someone else, that is the time to get professional help. Um, I, I would just like to add... Since we have we have hit our hour mark. Oh fuck. Yeah, we've hit our hour mark. Um if if you just need someone to talk to, not uh 988 or 1-800-273-8255 or the Trevor Project if you're an LGBT person. Um all of them have hotlines and text lines if you need to talk to anyone call text anything is better than nothing honestly yeah if you're a veteran and you feel like you need help you can look up the veteran suicide hotline i don't have the number on me or you can call your local va and they will have an extension that you can hit and you can get a hold of them that way if it gets to the point where you can't remember to do any of those things call 911 Call the police. Mm-hmm. Call the ambulance. They will come. They will help. If you feel like nobody will come, somebody will come. Somebody will show up. If if you are medication sensitive, like I am, and you start on a new medicine, and it makes you have thoughts and feelings that you didn't have before, Call your fucking doctor. You send a message. You get a hold of them. You tell them, like I did, I want to drive my car into oncoming traffic. And I'm going to do it if I don't figure this out. Because I had the worst reaction you could possibly think of on the very first medication that I tried. Yeah. Call your fucking doctor. So this is... A more serious episode. Um, I know it started out pretty light, but um, I'm not going to do the usual outro. Um, if you feel like you ever need someone to talk to, um, reach out to your friends, to your family, 911, any mental health provider near Even you. Even like a guard. If you're in school, go to your guidance counselor. Just get an adult. Yeah, but we we don't know y'all. We don't know who y'all are, but we appreciate y'all and we love y'all and we don't want anything to happen to y'all um so please seek help and you know what i'm gonna put myself out there if you don't feel like you can go to anybody and you need an outsider's perspective dm me on instagram 
I will tell you to probably, I will probably tell you to go get help. I will more than like, actually, I will. I will tell you to go get help. But if please keep need- in mind that Maddie does not know you respect the boundaries of a stranger. Mm-hmm. Do not come into our DMs with some crazy triggering shit because that is not okay. Even though I've been through some crazy triggering shit. Yeah, so it's still not okay. It's still not okay. I am offering to be that stranger that tells you, I love you. I understand, but you need to get help. We will not be your therapists, but we will boy howdy <laughs> help you find you one. Therapy. We will do our best to get you in there. We will help find you help. We we are not your therapist. We are not trained. Um, and quite frankly, we don't know who you are, but we don't want anything to happen to you. Um, if you feel like there's nobody there, there is always somebody. Um, and you are loved. And that's that's it. Any anything else from y'all? Um we get it. Just know that we get it. We've for sure been there. We <laughs> yeah. we understand. Like if you if you feel like you're the only one in the world having that experience, I promise you are not. Get help. You are loved. You are not alone. <laughs>